folklore on the rocks. <laughs> dear friends we have missed you so much we really hope that you're safe and well and sane uh we are some of those things (laughs) it is the most wonderful time of the year so we wanted to get something out to you guys for spooky season uh so this episode is just some chit and chat and swapping of scary stories between Logan and Madman Madriaga, who you may remember from one of our previous episodes, I think number 35, I'm pretty sure. Plus, there's a surprise visit from another illustrious guest that we've had in the past. I do have to let you know up front that the audio is grabbed from Skype, so it's much rougher than our normal episodes. Uh, so if you're a new listener, just don't let that scare you away. The audio will be pretty much just like you're hearing right now and in every other future episode and most of our past ones. We promise that the wheels are turning behind the scenes to get the show going again. I just need to get my own shit together (laughs) and find some time to finish my research for some of my future creatures. It taking this long for us to get to this point is fully my fault, but we do truly intend to get releasing episodes again, and we really have some awesome stuff planned. Uh, It will be a little bit of a different format, which we'll tell you guys a little bit more about once we launch again. Uh, We've also recently revealed our beautiful, gorgeous, amazing new logo and cover art, um, and that that logo is by the fantastic, uber-talented Brian Weiss. Um, He's from the company RPG and Company, and you may have seen some of his other designs if you watch the show Critical Role. That's how I found him. But he's amazing, and we will look forward to hearing maybe some stuff from him himself uh, this coming season or whatever of our future episodes. Anyway, I will... Let Logan and Madman take it from here. I hope you enjoyed the episode, and I hope that you have a wonderful Halloween, Samhain, Dia de los Muertos, whatever you celebrate in this spooky, spookiest of spooky times. Uh, so sit back, enjoy, and you will be hearing from us very soon, I hope. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Lindsay, for that great introduction. Yeah, it's good to hear from you. I'm glad you're back. Uh, It's good to be back. Uh, Sorry, everyone, to take such a long, crazy break. 2020 turned into kind of a crazy year. But, you know, we're we're still alive and kicking. You just heard from Lindsay a second ago. I wish she could actually join us for tonight's recording, but she had some other stuff to do. So she will join us a little later, and she's still very much part of the show. Let's see. Uh, me, I got a new job. I now work for a marketing company. I'm like a business Mandalorian. I roll in and I, I, I show people the way. It's a, it's that's the way I tell myself to to make it cool in my own imagination. Uh, but you know, so we don't have Lindsay tonight, but we do have our old friend, Mr. Madman Madriaga. Hello, Logan. Hey, Madman. Thanks for joining us. Uh, sorry to sorry to do such a long and rambling intro back there. I know you've been uh, waiting, in, waiting in the wings. Now, Madman, tell us where are you joining us from? I am in upstate New York, by Cayuga Lake, outside of Ithaca. Cool. You you took off shortly after our last episode that you joined us for. Tell us what have you been up to. Oh, 2020, man. Um, Oh, totally. Like, where do we start on (laughs) any of that bullshit? 2020. I mean, like, how can we skate over any of it? It has been a mess. Uh, But, you know, we got through. We made it. show after another. If anyone's listening to this, they also made it. Hey, congratulations. Welcome to late October. this This goes out to you guys. This is our gift to you. For toughing it out through the last 10 months, it's you been survived. challenging. Yeah, for sure. There has been a, yeah, and, it's been a lot. And murder hornets and all kinds of things that you oh, survived. Good job. To those that didn't, we are sorry to hear that. It sucks. Yeah. It's been, it, was, it was a rough it's year. 
we try to be sensitive to that kind of thing that, you know, part of what has made this year bad for everybody is some people genuinely, you know, they, they lost loved ones and mm. that's not easy. So, you know, those are, you know, our hearts go out to them and we wish them the best and we'll all heal together. But, you know, I, I think 2020 has been a year of finding new experiences to to kind of deal with not uh, not being able to be in groups, not being able to hang out with your friends. Suddenly we can't go to concerts. Oh, man, I miss concerts. Oh, my oh. entire industry, everything, the entire entertainment industry has just tanked. Just and I've gone. So yeah. Awful about it. Yeah, we were gonna be in a play before this all started. Both it's you true. and I were. We were gonna be. Oh, and and that seems like in another lifetime. You know that that's a million years ago. We we had that ready to go in about April, right when this all hit. It all kicked yeah, off. I remember. Yeah, I was all set to go to the concert for Dragon Force and Unleash the Archers. What? Um, yep. Yeah, I had tickets to go see them. Yeah, Dragon Force and and Unleash the Archers, who have since blown up. They have since Uh, really taken off as a metal band. Uh, They've done very well in uh, quarantine. But I remember I had the text message conversation with our buddy Dimitri saying, you know, there's a nasty flu going around. Going to a metal concert right now is really a great way to get sick. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think I'm going to pass. Oh, and then it, then it like all went from there. It's it, it's crazy. Uh, I was at the Arizona Renaissance Festival in April, uh-huh. and they had to close us down two weeks early, understandably. Oh, totally, but, um, yeah. And then there hasn't been. I know Texas Renaissance Festival opened a few weeks ago. We're still mm-hmm. waiting to hear back the results. Yeah. We we haven't been on the road all year. Which is oh, a bummer for man. us. Well, you know, I it, it'll all. I mean, it, life will go back to normal someday. I like to think that this is an opportunity for innovation and really looking at some things that didn't work, and now's a big, good chance to try something new. And that's kind of the, my hopeful attitude. And some might say it's you know too much of a Pollyanna optimist. And as we as we gleefully rocket toward the apocalypse, uh, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, we just try to keep on smiling and keep on bebopping. You know, we, we aren't getting any of this time back is kind of what, I'm, no, what I mean to say. Uh, you know, we're only here once and it's up to us to make the best of it. So even in times of quarantine, you know, we've done. Uh, so what have I been up to? First of all, a ton of video games. Uh, lots of them. Yeah. Uh, specifically, I, I have mostly stuck to my VR. My my retiring from sit-down video games has really had some really good results on my fitness and overall well-being. Uh, so I, I've tried to stick with the VR. Uh, and man, there's some cool VR games out there. Uh, Madman, I've seen you more in VR recently than, uh, than most of my other friends. <laughs> it's not the same without you wearing your lizard hat avatar. I know. I really. I wish I could wear that lizard hat in real life. Uh, I really feel it suits me. It's uh, in the in the words of our mutual friend Dimitri. It really is an expression of us living our best lives. Uh, <laughs> and you know, by it is my opportunity to tell you once and for all, you have a grand hat in virtual reality, sir. I, I wish I could pull that same hat off. I actually think the only other person that could pull that same hat off is Lindsay, and I think she has worn that same hat when she was Carmen Sandiego for Halloween. Well, she has excellent taste. She truly does. Yeah, she really does, and we miss her very much, and we can't wait to be have her back on the show. Um, but yeah, so VR has been a big thing for me. I've kept up the biking. I have my electric bike, which is fun. Um, <laughs> it's With your, your motor on it? Oh, yes, yes. So I, I, I performed some Dr. Beikenstein operations on it. Uh, <laughs> I added uh, a very powerful electric motor and a good, strong, high-capacity battery to my bike. Uh, and wow, it has really upped my usage of, of my bike a whole lot more, which is pretty crazy. Uh, anyone who's thinking about getting an electric, an electric bike, uh, get one. 
it, it will it's a good thing so yeah that's my little plug for something that i like that has nothing to do with the rest of the show so i get one of those every show i've decided uh that's the rules that i just made up i've also done some gardening over the summer uh it, that's been a fun thing of a lot of time a lot of time spent at home uh growing some good tomatoes it really uh peppers lots of good peppers uh and just seeing stuff kind of grow every day because you're home every day yeah. that's been fun <laughs> Uh, what about you? What what have, what new things have you kind of, I guess, unexpected things have you added to your your lifestyle since the COVID hit? Well, uh, luckily for us, we still had a pretty stronghold on our Etsy store before all mm. this happened. So we've just been granted. Broomhilda isn't traveling across the country to Renaissance fairs this year, but we've. We've settled down at the workshop up here in upstate New York, and uh, I've been experimenting with different techniques and color patterns and building new brooms and walking sticks and quarter staffs and trying to not to hurt myself. Cool. So just kind of uh, kind of sharpening your claws and, and really just using this time to develop your own skill set. That's cool. Absolutely. And we've had some pretty, like, uh, I started doing these super rainbow twists on mm-hmm. lawns and walking sticks. Uh, it's taken off. I, by coincidence, nice. I, I figured out how to do it right in February around um, Pride Month. So, oh, that that totally fits. That's that's, yeah. that's a cool that's a cool thing, man. I'm I'm glad that took off for you. Now you say it's it's Broomhilda. Now is it uh, like a like, like a broom like a like the Nimbus Nimbus uh, broom? <laughs> Unfortunately, ours don't fly. The oh, has the, uh, trademark on that. So Damn. maybe Bro. someday. But yeah, I, I you know this has been a really cool cool year for for Etsy and crowdfunded projects and uh, everything mm-hmm. has had to kind of pivot and change uh it's been a good opportunity for some other things to jump up uh let's see i i, I don't know i i kind of want to throw out a, a shout out to frack and frocks another etsy shop that they have pivoted from fashion design over to mask making and i know a lot of etsy etsy stores have done that but really they these are great masks done with really to be done with the same level of care that a real fashion thing would be made it's kind of cool and it just shows that no matter what they're doing these people really care uh so really uh also there's uh, our mutual friend patrick uh, patrick gibbs he does patrick gibbs movie reviews on uh-huh. facebook and so he's doing movie reviews from home but he does detailed analysis he really knows his characters he's a he's a director we both worked with and he's a cool guy oh, so- i love and- that guy and there's a lot of other kind of at-home projects that people have been doing. And really, I kind of want to, as we as we kind of jump back into podcasting again, I want to throw in some more plugs. So if you've started a, a an at-home business, if you've had to pivot to working from a home, if you had to start an Etsy shop or an eBay store or an Amazon handmade store – Tell us about it, and you know, let's let's help each other. I think it's can it's it's a, it's a cool thing that this is a neat opportunity for anyone you know who really has to work from home. Uh, yeah, and uh, oh, hold on, hold on, Matt, Matt, hang on a second. We're getting another call here. Okay. Oh, oh, whoa, dude, dude, it's the it's the Krampus. The Krampus? Yeah, yeah, he uh, he's got my number still. Hang, hang on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Logan, Logan. Oh, it's so good to be able to answer again. I want to share one of these memes with you. Hey, man, listen, we can't do this right now. I'm doing a show. Shh. Millennials. Yeah, am I right? All right, yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll call you later. Okay, bye. bye. See you next bye. time. Bye. Bye. Uh, uh, Peter, Sean. What the heck? Um, yeah, yeah, so the Krampus, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's also in quarantine, you know. He he doesn't he, he was one of these anti-maskers for so long and then he got the covid and so now he has to stay in his little cave and and he's so bored. He is he always hits me up every time I'm on Steam or or any any of the social media. He he shoots me a message and it's like, "Dude, I, I get that you only have one day a year. I understand the parties have been limited, but you got to chill." 
so yeah, uh, that's that, the Krampus. So Madman, I brought you in here. We don't really have a a, a creature that we are featuring. We're gonna jump back in that routine, uh, but that's really uh-huh. Lindsay's domain. She, you know, she's got every creature planned out for as long as this show can possibly go, and that's why I love oh, working with Lindsay. Um, she is a level of organized that I can never hope to be, but uh, I I really kind of want to just I wanted to do a Halloween show. To us, uh, really, Halloween is a big holiday. To everyone out there, I wish you a very very happy Halloween. Uh, happy. We raise yes, we raise a glass to you. Uh, I I get that many of us are at an age when we can't have as much candy. We've learned that sugar is the devil. But, you know, nevertheless, try to enjoy it as much as you can from wherever you are. Because uh, really, to me, Halloween is in, – in Salt Lake, it's always when everything changes. Color, and it's that little pocket of real true fall where everything changes color. And it, it starts to get cold but not yet frozen. So you can have a couple last sit around a campfire telling scary, scary stories nights. <laughs> this for one or two times it snowed on us on Halloween and nothing gets nothing made me more angry when I was a kid when I would go out to trick or treat but then it had to put a coat over my costume oh I hate that I hate oh, that if, if I ever have kids we're gonna figure out ways to thermally insulate your costume so you don't have to wear a coat over the top we'll figure it out you know someday Someday, little Logan Jr. and you know, or or Lo- Logina or whatever. Uh, <laughs> That's what he's called now, Logan. Yeah. No. No. I actually, actually, no, no, no. I've already decided. I've already decided on on the name of the name of my daughter. See, the name of my daughter. I, I, the goal of, of of my marriage would be to be given as little responsibility as possible. Oh, so, so the name of the name of my daughter will be either. Cherry bomb or chainsaw, and then I will never be given that responsibility ever again. <laughs> Cherry bomb or chainsaw? Cherry bomb, young. You know, I think it's got some ring to it. Chainsaw, young. It's neither masculine nor feminine, but it, it kind of defines itself as it slices its way through this world. Uh, so. I've I've had a lot of time to think about this stuff in quarantine, Madman. <laughs> as, as we're entering the apocalypse, yes, that as, is an appropriate name. As we <laughs> roll on forward, yeah, for whatever world comes after this, that uh, yeah, indeed. But you know, we, there's still going to be the the scary stories around the campfire, and there's still going to be stories we tell our kids. And yeah. I, I I mean, I, to me. I think it's funny that I, I recently went, went back and reread the book uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark uh, oh, by dude. Alvin Schwartz. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah, good. I, I went back and, and, and reread it. Uh, I, I re- Those and, illustrations oh, gave me nightmares for years. Totally. Yeah, that's the, that was my biggest takeaway from it is that the, the stories are rather tame compared to the illustrations oh, yeah. which are horrifying which are which Far are the stuff of horrific. nightmares and to me that's a halloween tradition uh those books were always busted out around the late summer into fall all the way up to halloween those were the books we read and those became the stories that were retold uh the story of like like the hook hanging off the car door yeah. Yeah. Or or the babysitter where the call is coming from inside the house. And those uh, or with because like we've all had times when we're out there, we're with our date, we're in the car, and the moment you hear a scratch, it's like, oh man, here comes a hook guy. Oh yeah. And and yeah, I'll tell you, that's when you don't let the imagination run wild. Don't no. start suggesting the crazy things that your mind is imagining because it, it just becomes a, a crazy improv game of stacking terrors on top of each other. So yeah, I, that that's why that the hook, that story really resonates. And you know, even the funny ones, even even the story of like the viper. Do you remember that story? The viper. No. He's the, the little vi- man. He call he calls on the phone and he's like, "I am the viper. I am coming there in twenty minutes." And you know, and it's like, "Oh no, the terror builds. Oh no!" And then you know, the next he calls again, "I am the viper. I am here now." 
And he, they open the door, and it's like, Hello, I am the Viper. I have come to wash and wipe the windows. And it's like a joke, but it still has that kind of element of horror, and I really like it. <laughs> I just... Right? The entire time you're telling this story, just imagine Logan with those plastic fangs screaming out the window, I am the Viper! I am the Viper! Yes, yeah, just imagine that. That is a scenario that has actually happened more than one time. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I kind of wanted to invite you over, Madman, uh, via via uh, the Skype here, to tell yeah, us some of the stories that you were told around campfires. What are the, some of the scary oh. stories that you were told as we lead into Halloween oh. and this spooky season? The scary stories that really stick with me are the ones my dad tells me or told me back then. And my dad was raised in the Philippines, um, the first of his family to travel over to America. Your dad is a cool guy. I, I've met him a couple of times. We, we did a story uh, uh, during our last season. I've decided that this is the season two, episode one, by the way, the, the season <laughs> premiere. New style. Same, same spirit, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, your dad, super cool dude. We did a show uh, that had a Philippine ca- Filipino character telling the story, and I based the accent entirely on your dad. Uh, <laughs> it was <laughs> he has a very unique kind of rhythm to the way that he speaks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So okay, yeah. cool. What are some What are some of the stories you got from him? Okay, so before the family moved down to Cagayanda Oro, which is in Mindanao the larger southern island. He lived up in Luzon, which is the higher, larger. There's, there's thousands of islands over there. But yeah, there yeah. Is, uh, I um, looked it up on, on the Wikipedia of the Philippines. For those of you that don't know, it's just to the right of Vietnam. And yes. I, and, and it's a million, it's a, a zillion little islands. It's a, it, it is an archipelagic nation, which is fun to say and probably a powerful player on the Scrabble board. I could never win Scrabble. <laughs> well, cool. All right. So the Fili- the Philippines. So we're going to do some stories kind of from the Philippines tonight. Uh, so what have you got for us? So when my dad was a kid, he lived around the uh, central Luzon in the Bataan region. And for those of you who know your World War II history, Bataan was the site of a really bad battle. Uh, the Japanese were attacking the Americans. They were defending the Philippines. After about two or three months, uh, the Japanese won. And in 1942, mm-hmm. they did a massive death march of Filipino and American soldiers across the island. Really gruesome stuff. Yeah. Well, my dad would tell me stories about how around a certain time of year, if you would walk out in the middle of the night across the rice fields, he said he and his brothers would see um, marching soldiers and the shadows of men crossing the fields at night in a big um big line in a giant congregation and then you could you could hear people crying and he, he said he could hear japanese men um shouting things that he didn't understand because he can't speak japanese but he knew the language or he could understand or pick up on the language that makes sense mm-hmm. um and he said that would happen at least once a year they would climb out sit down and watch this procession and it didn't occur to him that these weren't real people that these were something else until he was an adult years later when he learned the history and that always that always freaked me out just just a big trail of ghosts and he would always talk about it with his he talked about it like it was a fat you know like yeah it's this time of year we're gonna go sit out by the rice fields and watch the parade. <laughs> Grandma would tell that wasn't a parade. There's no one supposed to be out there. 
That's crazy. So he he sees and he would see them again and again. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, well, well, and that would fit with what you know what has been largely accepted about ghosts that you know, around these events of of great tragedy and turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, r- uh, really, uh, that's that's where spirit energy often will build up. And so, for something like that, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some residual force left over from that kind of thing. That's a that's a serious event and changed a lot of people's lives. Yeah, but the one that got me every time, this is my favorite story from my dad. Back in the days when he was young, um, the people in his area, I don't want to call it a village because <laughs> he never described it as one at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he, at the end of the day, so side note, what his dad, what my grandpa and his dad did for a living was and I'm pretty sure it was poaching, but they go out into the jungle and collect fruit to sell at the oh. market. Okay. All right. Well, well it... and he would bring my dad and he'd sit my dad by a tree in the middle of the jungle and have him wait there while grandpa climbed up trees and brought back fruit. That is what they did for a living for a while there. So here's my poor dad. He's waiting. He's, he spends his whole night waiting in the jungle alone for my grandpa to come back with fruit. So then they'd they'd haul the fruit back and the family would my family and a handful of others would meet at the I would say the end of the day, but I think it's technically in the morning when like twilight has settled in and and the sun is just about to rise you know mm-hmm. well dad he comes back from sitting alone all night he's too tired to wait for the family so he asks if he could just walk home and they say sure so he grabs a blanket and starts walking he decides to take a detour through the rice fields because that's uh, a <laughs> a faster way home he tells me so he's out there and then he starts hearing noises he starts hearing people yelling far off in the distance he starts hearing gunshots so dad just takes off running and he's running through the rice fields things are cutting up his his ankles his shoes are soaked through because you know it's rice patties and he finally gets home and he slams the door an hour later his family come roaring in and they turned to tell him, you missed it. Something came out of the rice fields that looked like a ghost and it ran right for our house. So your uncles tried to shoot it down. <laughs> and yes, so they were shooting at my dad because they didn't know he was going uh, to take that one home. And the blanket he had grabbed was a white blanket. And the default thought is, must be a ghost. Let's shoot it. Let's uh, shoot it. Exactly. <laughs> Makes total sense. Yeah, <laughs> totally stands up. <laughs> Still though, that's a that, well, he's lucky he made he lived to tell the tale. That's a <laughs> so then that became our thing. Of, okay, if you're gonna go out, don't wear a white blanket and don't go running through any fields. You'll get shot at. That was my dad's story that he would tell me every Halloween. Yeah. My mom had a good, a good scary story that that actually happened to her, and it was so she she grew up in an area next to a graveyard, and the the caretaker at the graveyard I don't know if it was actually the grave digger, but had a pet monkey, and at one point uh, she and a group of her her friends during a sleepover went out into the graveyard, and were startled by an actual monkey, and one of them <laughs> fell into a grave. <laughs> what the Which, hell? Think of it from their perspective, though. A small a small girl in the dark in a graveyard in a time before 1984. I won't tell how old my mom is, but it's, you know, it's, it was before then. And yeah, so you're and you're and all of a sudden you see in the darkness 
a simian twisted face with long uh, incisors and canines, you know, screeching at you in the darkness. That's a scary thought. You know, that's that's an unexpected thing. I remember to the Philippines and spent Mm -hmm. nights out there. You don't hear birds. You hear monkeys. You hear monkeys. I, we did a voice for a monkey in a story a little while ago, and I did him. I did him to have the voice of Elvis Presley, and that's uh, that was from uh, Ernie Hudson's line in Congo, where he's like, "Every monkey in the jungle thinks he's Elvis Presley right now." As the, as they're listening to them just howling and hooting, just screeching over the jungle. Um, that's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and that's the second time I brought it up on this show. I, I mean. I I will bring it back into the the, uh, the collective <laughs> consciousness next time I want I want to see a meme of that. Oh, that's, that's one a, big Twinkie. That's one big Twinkie. That's a that's yeah. a better Ernie Hudson line for sure. sure. Okay, I will I will settle for that becoming a meme. Okay, cool. All right, well, Madman, thank you for sharing those uh those kind of scary stories. Uh, they're even scarier when they have an element of them being real. Uh, that's yeah. they're just stories for other people. Um, yeah, I, they're probably not altogether that scary. I don't know. It's what you were. It's what I was raised with. And uh, when your dad comes from a, a far off mystical island nation, it all sounds horrifying when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. There, are, I mean, there, it's some scary stuff for sure. And, and he used to tell me it, things like uh, they played this game called Rat Hole, which is mm-hmm. you you'd go out and you find a hole. And you take turns sticking your hand in it. The person who gets bit by a rat loses. So you're out of the game. It's like Russian roulette, but with rats. Ooh. My I've dad been, would I, tell me these things, and I'd be like, are you serious? What are you guys doing out there? But no, that's just that's the type of world that he was raised in and lived in. And mm-hmm. um, scary place yeah. out there. Yeah, death was ever present during our parents' lives, and I try to kind of keep that in mind. A lot, a lot has changed during their time, so you try to be as patient as you can when you when you help with you know printer issues or what the Wi-Fi. You know, I, I get that things are pretty sketchy right now with uh with the COVID and uh all of all of 2020, the dumpster fire that has been. Oh man! It, uh, I mean, like I, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on how bad this year has been, but it's been a funky year, you know. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like somebody, somebody upset the time-space continuum, and I don't know if it's me, but if it is and me, like, I'm sorry. This person I, keeps trying to go back to fix it, and they keep making it worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something. This is a terrible movie plot. This, this character is yeah. really fucking up. Um. And again, I'm not sure if it's me. I think it's like a seven percent chance that it's me. Uh, the 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 my direct actions. You know, Madman, Madman. Oh, yes. this is is pretty. He's pretty crazy. It was it was one of it was so back in Salt Lake we had like an unseasonably early kind of spring. There was some writing back in April before any of this happened. Um, and I was riding across downtown Salt Lake and I saw a guy his feet were out from underneath a car shaking Ooh. violently what the hell? and it was and as as you see it you you, you immediately identify something is wrong you know no, nothing yeah. is right about this situation Wait, so and i'm on my bike underneath a car yeah and what had happened was it was a dude going to open up his car and he began having a major seizure uh dropped to the ground kind of scrambled a little bit under his car and cars are zipping past him and everything. So I set my bike up with blink with blinking lights as a barricade. And I get there and I, and I help get this guy, first of all, out of traffic. We got to get him out of traffic. Um, and I throw my backpack underneath him. So he quits bashing his head on the pavement. Um, and he kind of comes to, and he's uh, by then uh, somebody comes out of the apartment complex. I think a neighbor who's going to call an ambulance. And this guy looks at me and he says, "No, you can't make me stay. I've seen what's coming." What the hell? Wait, are I you- know 
that's an actual thing that happened, Madman. That's a thing no that way. happened. I that's a it's insane. That has been the kind of year this is it has been. Like this has been <laughs> holy shit, dude. That would haunt me for my life. Yeah. Yeah, this that's what this dude says to me after I save his goddamn life. I've seen what's coming. I'm like, fuck you too, sir. And I even said, I, as the ambulance pulled up, I said, better hands than mine have arrived. I'll be on my way. <laughs> <laughs> this this planet should go back to the dinosaurs. It really should. Uh, human Humans have had a great run. I love most of you. Some of you. Most of the time. There we go. Some of you most of the time. But, most uh, of the time. yeah. But, ugh, the rest of you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so driving back from Arizona after it closed, I drove through Vegas with all the lights off, and it was the most haunting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll bet. Vegas lights out. Oh, I'll bet. I thought I thought not that downtown Salt Lake was haunted when when there were no one is out. I, w- I would go through on my bike, and see just the empty streets, and just it was a ghost town. Uh, I'll bet Vegas was even more haunting. Dude, it was creepy. Like, because usually you could see that place from miles away. It's Vegas, but uh, we we I crept right up on it, and I was driving through the middle of Vegas and I didn't realize I was there until I passed the shadow of um, the Luxor. And I was like, well, damn, this is the apocalypse. The one city that never goes out is out. Yeah, it, now it's the dark spot in the desert. Bummer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you know, there's, there's some good things. There's some good things in 2020. 2020 yet holds good things as, as we roll forward. I think we're in for a good Halloween. I, I feel like everyone in their own way is going to celebrate Halloween as hard as they can. So Halloween, uh, Madman, do you have a costume in mind? Oh, not really. Not this year. Um, I'm not going to any parties. So I you know me, there was a big swath of time where I would sink hundreds of dollars so I could win awards. That didn't totally. mean anything. I know just what war. you mean. Yeah, I've really leaned into Halloweens before, and I, I'm often the guy that people call when it's when they need <laughs> yep. cost, when they when they need costume pieces when they need advice <laughs> on costumes. Uh, I, I'm the dude. <laughs> I, I only got one offhand text this year that was, "You don't happen to have later hosen by any chance, do you?" And <laughs> Just again, of anybody else, that may seem strange. Of me, totally acceptable. Like that is uh, very much within nope. my wheelhouse. That seems to be something I remember you having. Don't you have later hosen? I have brown shorts and suspenders, <laughs> which, which which will work in a pinch, <laughs> and have, but really aren't aren't truly uh, authentic, I guess. And so right after Halloween, right after Halloween, we've got the elections coming up. We've got the elections, Madman. Oh, it's finally here. It's finally here. I I mean, I'm sorry to anybody who can't see that Donald Trump is not a good idea. I'm sorry. I have tried to reason with you. I have tried to get you to see. But really, get past the orange man bad stuff. He listens to bad people. And I know we aren't a a political podcast, but... I would love to continue being a podcast. I would love to not get blacklisted as we become Gilead. You know, it's, I I don't know. It's uh, so anyway, vote, please vote. Even if your vote gets thrown away, like, like, like vote enough times and with enough, with enough people tell your community to vote. Uh, so that so that when when missing ballots do turn up in ditches and stuff, it's still not enough. Make this like wash this dude out, you know? It's, Absolutely. Let's because I think ever it's become apparent some big changes need to happen. Um, yeah. And, and but I don't think Trump That's is the dude to do it, man. Years. A, a a bad plan is better than no plan. Um, 
You know, that's and I don't even think Biden is like a bad plan. He's just a plan. It doesn't excite me. It doesn't make me like, fuck, yeah. But, you know, it takes a lot to get me to, to get really revved up. It needs a chainsaw and a cherry bomb. Um, <laughs> but cherry bomb. Some later hosen. Some later hosen. <laughs> and a Krampus. And the Krampus. Yeah. But but and, a, and at least three dinosaurs. <laughs> no less. Um, there's better be wearing sunglasses. Oh, at all times. <laughs> um, but really, please vote, please. And, and and I'm willing to accept. I am willing to accept if more people genuinely vote and make their voice heard, and they want Donald Trump to lead us forward. I'm willing to sit and listen as it plays out. But I just, I'll, I'm telling you now, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, as I as the dude, do. as the dude from sitting here where I am, looking at where this country's headed and where it's been, I just don't think that's a good idea. So yes, please vote. And and then anyway, at some point, I think we're gonna see a vaccine for the COVID. We're gonna look forward to that. Uh, I hope. I mean, I think I, I I think we've got some very smart people investing a lot of money in this. I think this is something that there's a lot of motivation to get it done. And it's going to be fascinating to see how things will change, even when the vaccine is out and the virus has been um, more or less eliminated. Like, because this this year, I'm sure, has changed the world. For Irreparably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna stare down a Halloween in quarantine. It is the first Halloween, the first October where everyone gets to wear a mask every day. Uh, I, 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 if, oh, I love oh, anyone. masks. Yeah, if anyone is leaning into that, send that to us, please, on our Twitter, on our Instagram. Um, let's see, folklore on the rocks on Instagram, folklore. Rock! on the twitter we we are here we're to stay we are not going anywhere yeah um so yeah that's uh, halloween we we are living and breathing as much halloween as we can here madman i'm glad you're doing it out there it's it's great especially especially with the candy this is the only time of year i eat candy and i i i know <laughs> that like american candy is like mostly wax and the like it doesn't contain less than two percent nuts and might contain rat. I get it, but it's also <laughs> a tradition. It's <laughs> like I get it, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, Halloween in quarantine. We got that to look forward to. If down the line, Madman, what we got you here? Oh man, we got we got a Christmas coming up. We got a holiday what? season coming up. That is true. Yeah, and man, how do, how, how, do, how, how do you think it's going to be different in quarantine? I, I think that there's going to be families that want to get together and can't. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a, a lonely time. I, yeah. I think uh, I think Amazon's going to get way more business this year than they usually do. For um, sure. Yeah. Without question, because – Damn, haven't we all been just using Amazon so we don't have to go outside? Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. We, you know, if you can lice all down a package, that's a that's better than a trip out for sure. Mm-hmm. Christmas orders have already picked up for us, or is starting to roll in, which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. Yeah. It's so hard yeah. to say. Like, I know. Yeah. I like like I have any like, of the answers. Like like any of this will survive you. until Christmas. Like really, right. it's. <laughs> I, this is I mean, day by day life I've ever lived. Yeah, yeah. That's way oh. down the line. It's way down the line. Like, um, like so it, they the, and and that's been illustrated by so many pushbacks on projects. But you know, we there there will be a new Dune movie coming up someday. Uh, you uh. know, at some point. In the future, we may see a new Dune movie. Uh, I, I I read Dune over the over the quarantine. That was a fun thing. Did yeah, I made it through. Um, <laughs> it's been a long now, time since I touched that book. Oh, I I have I, I have tried to run up that warped wall. If you're familiar with the terminology from the Ninja Warrior, 
Um, <laughs> several yes, attempts. I, I have tried to get up that stupid, stupid book. Uh, I, I, it is a hard book to jump into. It really is. It 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 is rough. But boy, I like it. It's a neat world, and I'm told that Dune Messiah is really cool too. So I might jump on that before the movie even comes out. But whatever. Uh, also, The Mandalorian, Star Wars Mandalorian is coming out. The season two, that'll be cool. Oh yeah. The, I looking for right now. <laughs> yeah, I thought that. I, I mean, I honestly thought that that the first season was one of like the better Star Wars properties to come out. Absolutely, um, Star Wars. It's so it's good Star Wars. It's excellent Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and really, to me, that's that to me, Star Wars is a mythos that surrounds a story. You know, it is. That's why I like it. It is a much larger right. story than just than just the Skywalker legacy. Uh, it <laughs> is a world. There's a lot to look forward to. Well, I don't know. I could say this. I was going to say um, things can only look up, but we don't know what's in our future. So yeah. I hope I didn't speak out hard. But I, I truly <laughs> hope that things will things are gonna be looking up. I really do. I I really I I'm right there with you, Madman. I think it's become clear that a lot of things need to change. And I understand That's- that people prioritize different things in different areas. Mm-hmm. But really let's look at look at who is really pushing for real change versus who is just making noise. And who is yeah. just distracting and who is listening to people who just want to make a buck off of you. And that's not something that is a good thing. Before we get, you know, too, too buried down in the mire of, oh, we live in a time when our phones are always listening. When every conversation gets parsed for content for advertising. Uh, I, I get... <laughs> and and really it's uh, we're we're living in tough times but and you know to everybody who's toughing it out you know who's just figuring out how they can fit in this world um because i I get it you know the other day that had nothing to do with anything (laughs) 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 but we've we've had some We've had some bear sightings up here where we're at. And a few months ago, I was out doing my thing, walking across the lawn, and a bear comes trundling out of the woods. And instead of doing the smart thing, which would be to turn around, oh, I made a lot of noise and chased at it. Excellent. And, and, it, and it scooted off? It sure did. Um, nice. I haven't told one that I did it because you know in hindsight it doesn't matter to the size of the bear it would have destroyed me that's true oh bears are terrifying animals my my fight or flight uh response is kind of broken and if danger is around I tend to war- run toward it instead of away from it mm-hmm. uh, understandable uh, yeah so yeah I uh, haven't seen a bear since, so I'm hoping I have saved us from the bears. <laughs> or they'll well be done. Back. Oh, yes. Yeah, now they'll redouble their efforts. It, it's, uh, But, hey, it's not every day you can you can claim to have a bear encounter. I'm, I've it's just true. been taking care of dogs. You know, it's uh, it's it, they're not quite the same thing. Not not quite the same. Not quite. <laughs> but. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Madman. I we really appreciate you coming on. To everyone who's still listening out there, uh, thanks for sticking with us. We may be the last podcast in the world. I don't know. I don't listen to any others. Uh, no, I, I do, and there's way better ones than ours. So thanks for listening to ours. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but really, uh, to those of you who have listened this far, in thank you. Uh, we are going to keep going in this. There's going to be more some some more scary stories, but I really wanted to get this out there before Halloween to say happy Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween. Yeah. I mean, really, <laughs> if I could live anywhere, if I could live anywhere, Halloween Town would be right pretty high on that list, man. Oh, hell. So it's however you get spooky this season, do it to the maximum, you know, crank it to 11. 
for everyone who can't. Okay. All right, Madman. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, Madman, do you have a? How can people find you uh, on on the Etsy, on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks? I work for Broomhilda. That's B R O O M H I L D E. And Broomhilda.com will take you right to our Etsy page. And we do custom made uh, brooms and walking sticks and magic wands and quarter staffs. And we're, from what I understand, and I, I could be wrong, I'd have to double check, but the last time I heard, we're just one of three or four people in the United States that make um, brooms the old-fashioned way. So crank it by hand. Well, that's neat that you're you're doing that, Madman. I think I think we could all use a little more magic in our lives, and I think that that's uh, to have something handmade and to have something that that you really appreciate. Uh, really, this this is it. This is life, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. And so, l- find it's a way it. to love it. <laughs> yeah. If a handmade magic broom is what you what you want in this life, then then order it. God damn it! I, I will. It's yeah. it's worth it. Uh, there will always be more money and happiness just amplifies the rest of the time you've got here. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Logan. Ah, oh, you're welcome, Madman. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up there. I think we're in a good spot. Uh, everybody, thank you for joining us. Uh, check us out on, uh, on the Instagram on folk on the rocks, or if you want to check out me personally, I'm uh, at thag Simmons, uh, see the buru episode i think for why that is but uh <laughs> so <laughs> uh and we are on uh twitter at folklore which yeah even even through the apocalypse even through the dumpster fire that is 2020 uh we're shouting it out and screaming it into the night you know uh, we're, we're not stopping we we are the voice that can't stop the signal and that's all I got to say about that. We won't stop and we can't stop. And uh, <laughs> uh, we shan't stop indeed. <laughs> we can't stop. All right. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.